Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Hey, it's Eric, and this is the Eric in the Morning podcast with Melissa and Whip, featuring highlights from our show on 101.9 FM, The Mix, WTMX Chicago. Okay, let's get a, a quick, hey, I was wondering, going here, where you have questions, we try to get you answers, and somebody asked me, hey, do you still have those Eric in the Morning travel mugs? And I say to you, do we? I don't know. <laughs> do we? Do we have those? We do. We do. We do. Thank you, Meldy. All right. Now, today's uh, Hey, I Was Wondering comes to us. Meldy actually forwarded it to me. You can text them. You can email them. You can direct message us on Instagram. You can Facebook message us. You can do it any number of ways. We got this from a text. Uh, hey, Eric, I was wondering, do you have a jingle guy that's just waiting for the uh, Eric in the Morning jingles when you say, hey, jingle guy, whip me up a jingle for Mean Moms or Unexpected Headlines or something like that? Yeah, yeah, we do actually. That is a good question. Uh, that, that jingle guy is called Swanee. And uh, Swanee sits over there in the producer's booth. And I uh, will generally yell, hey, we're going to need a jingle for this. And he glares at me. And that glare usually lasts uh, 10 minutes or so. <laughs> okay. And then he puts uh, together a jingle. And I uh, use it twice and we move on. This is so true. Yeah. Hey, uh, Swanee, going to need a jingle today. I'm glad that uh, this person wrote this in because later on today, used throughout the show this morning, it's a new feature. You ready? All right. Today's <laughs> jingle is called How Long It Takes. How Long It Takes. Today's topic that'll make its appearance throughout the show. I've got a list of things and how long they generally take. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, these are so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love this stuff. Do you? I do. Uh-huh. Well, do you love the jingle part of it or the how long it takes part of it? Well, I'm sure the jingle's going to be great, but I like to just hear what's behind different mm-hmm. things and how long it takes. Let me give you an idea, because there was a survey that says the average time it takes couples to do different things. Among the things for how long it takes, and then they did a survey and determined, the average couple, that we will investigate how long it takes to shower at their place. How long it takes to be naked around the house? How long it takes to talk about marriage or kids? How long it takes to do it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. All right? And then there's averages, and we can see if how long it takes and if your relationship fits into the same averages or if you're a little quick to the start of these different things. Right, right, right. All right? Yes. Uh, Swanee, how long it takes? Uh, we'll need that in about, oh, I don't know, 30 minutes. All right, perfect. <laughs> and that's usually what happens around here. Headline, car salespeople still go missing on customers. The old, well, let me go talk to my manager. <laughs> then they go disappear into the uh, back room and they all have coffee and talk to each other. Then they come back out they and make go, you wait. I can do a little bit better, but I'm really pushing it. You know the, how they do that with you? Yeah. Yeah. I haven't bought a car in a very long time. Do they? Do, they, do the car salespeople still go missing? That's still a thing? Uh, last uh, car that I bought was like four or five years ago. It feels like they did that. Did they go talk talk to the manager? Did I they go think, do that? I think they did do that. Okay. But I will say this. I went, and I'm, I'm not probably getting a car immediately, but I went car shopping like a month ago just to kind of see what's going on, sure. you know, a couple yeah, yeah. places. Sounds like Melissa might have to do that, too. May, she maybe may. it's just a new battery. It's but battery, yeah. One thing that I observed uh-huh. about the car salespeople was that they do not 
all crowd on you and like, like they used to. Like they used to. Like that was a cliche it's of what a car frenzy. Yeah, they didn't really do that. They kind of mostly left you alone, kind of asked you if you had any questions, but otherwise they kept their distance. Which I thought was good. Uh, car buyers for years have griped about uh, car salesmen who repeatedly leave them to do something out of sight and out of earshot, often excusing themselves to, quote, talk to the manager, end quote. As it turns out, according to this new study, salespeople put deals at risk by leaving their customers an average of three to four times during the sales process. Leaving a customer alone isn't as impactful as salespeople think. Doing it three times will cause havoc to your sale. Mm. Well, look at that. I wonder if that translates into all different businesses, probably, right? Everybody's had to adjust. Yeah. The survey indicates that when a salesperson goes missing, it unwittingly fuels confusion and distrust about the entire buying purchase process. The last time I went car shopping, I took my girlfriend with me, and we did uh-huh. good cop, bad cop. And we were you there You did for, it on them? On them. Uh-huh. And we were there for eight hours. Sounds like they did it on you. No, no, no. <laughs> I got the best deal of my life. Sure you they did. were just like, just, just Let leave. me explain something to you. <laughs> just leave. Let me explain something. All you did was was take eight hours to do what you could have do, done in one. No. Uh, because they I, kept coming I down. have friends that are car salesmen, and every one of them, to a person, tells me, do not ever think you walk out of there and they didn't get a good deal on their side of the table. They Always well, get a good deal. I'm sure, but at some point they were. You're they just wanted lose. that sale. Always. <laughs> I love that she thinks she got them because right oh, now there's a bunch of car salespeople going. She sat here for eight hours <laughs> <laughs> with her friend doing an act, and I would have just done, done the steal in the hour point. But I was enjoying watching them do their act for yeah, eight hours. Right. Yeah. It's interesting the perspective in the chair you're sitting. Wow. In. Well, I'm proud of you, though. We, we, we both you really look at ground it them down. the same way. Good I work. feel like I did. Good work. Nice I job. I don't think they're used to that. Nice job. Eight I'm hours. Sure, I'm certain they're not. <laughs> I'm certain they loved every second God. of it. Yeah, I, they all went back into a team <laughs> meeting afterwards and go, what happened? She really got us. <laughs> I don't, I don't That's think what that, I'm hoping. I don't, I don't think that happened, but, but we can always hope. I'm going to tie into what we were just talking about, you know, the, the cars and car dealerships and a new study says when uh, car salesmen do the old oh, I gotta go talk to my manager they're basically hurting their chance at the sale not helping it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. new headline richer Americans are skipping SUVs now and going for station wagons the station wagon is back baby it's back <laughs> is it really that's what it says everything comes back eventually but yeah. I didn't expect now, this one whip you said you're out kind of car shopping if you found the right deal on a oh. station wagon yeah. Would you go for it? Uh, you know, it does have a lot of room, I guess, in the trunk, right? Or the whatever you call that part. Now, you, <laughs> you part. went through a lot of pushback. <laughs> you went through a lot of pushback when you got your minivan. You were really down on the concept of getting the minivan and yeah. finally caved and refused to accept it. Are you more comfortable in, an, in a station wagon or a minivan? I don't know. You know, maybe the kitsch value of the station wagon might make me like it better than the minivan. Did you learn to love the minivan or did you not? No, I still never drive it. Okay. That's my wife's thing. Still I, hate it? I only drive it if necessary. I don't like it. I didn't even know there were station wagons. Well, I think that they're, um, they don't look like the station wagons of the 70s or whatever. They kind of almost look like shorter to the ground SUVs. They're just a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. You know what For I mean? example, uh, like the Outback. To me, you, that's like a station wagon because you would, you they're would put the Outback into a under a station wagon umbrella. Yeah, because the what's the other Subaru? That's more of like an SUV. The next one, the Subaru. Do any of you have a station wagon or something? 
Forester. That's the SUV. Like they they sold it to you as a station wagon. It's I the new thing now. It's the new trend. That's what they're calling it right here. Right. Do right. they give any examples in that story? Yeah, they don't. I'd like to look them up. They don't. Okay. Uh, it says stately plump SUVs are running roughshod over the auto industry, crashing sedans, compacts, and anything else doesn't get in their way. And yet, amid the carnage, the earnest station wagon has emerged unscathed. In fact, it's picking up speed thanks to a crowd of new models out now. You probably see them at the auto show. Okay. U.S. customers drove off in nearly 212,000 brand spanking new station wagons last year. Wow. 29% more than they did five years ago. That's am- I would like to know what some of these are then. Got me a station wagon. Anybody know? See, that's a yeah. top three romantic comedies. Preparation for tomorrow's Big Valentine's Day. Netflix released its list. Uh, nobody knows any of them, except Violetta, who has watched most of them, which tells me she spends a lot of time in, my, in her basement watching Netflix. Yeah. yeah is that right? Uh, not the basement part, but I do love rom-coms. Uh, top three. 312-591-6800. You know what I love? All the dudes are weighing in. All the okay. guys are calling. Oh, that's cool. Oh, we're planning ahead. We're thinking. We're yeah. Thinking. Like, the you day know, before. Like, yeah, well, that, the day before is uh, thinking uh, is looking ahead for us. That's true. Right. It's a fact. All right, we'll get to the guys here in just a second. Let's see what the ladies say. Hi, Lisa. Hi. Hi. Uh, you want to go with an old classic? Yes, When Harry Met Sally. Ah, released in 1927. <laughs> right. One of the finest films ever made. You've chosen to go with what? 40-Year-Old Virgin. 40-Year-Old Virgin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kind of romantic. Oh, comedy. Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, there you go. Definitely you know a comedy. About. Let's keep it with the classics. Caitlin. Sixteen Candles. Ah, another oldie, oldie but a goodie. You've chosen to go with what, Kristen? Uh, pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Nobody makes any new romantic comedies because it stays <laughs> old. Janet. <laughs> Janet. While You Were Sleeping. Filmed Don't right here in Chicago. Chicago with Sandra Bullock. There you go. And, and the number, eyebrow guy. And the eyebrow guy. Number three, Steve. <laughs> P.S. I love you. P.S. I love you. Okay. That's too sad for Valentine's Day. Why? Somebody dying that? Um, you have to see it. It's okay. You're, you're not ruining it. It's been out for 62 years. <laughs> We're you, not going to see it, and he's definitely not going to see it. I'm not going to see it. You're not going to ruin it for me. Does somebody die in it? Uh, it's It starts off, yeah, that's how it starts off. Ah, somebody's dead. And if they're reminiscing, and ah. he ends everything with P.S. I love you. Gotcha. Oh. Well, oh. Can only get, if you die at the beginning, it can only get happier from there. Good thing. Uh, number two, Justin. 51st first dates. 51st dates. Oh, You yeah. can never go wrong. And finally, in at number one, I told you the dudes are weighing in. Nick, if it comes time for a movie, you better be watching what? Friends with Benefits. Ah, there it is. <laughs> Isn't that what everybody's looking for? Friends <laughs> with Benefits. Do you have big Valentine's Day plans, Nick? Uh, I don't know, but that was actually the first movie I took my wife to see when we were dating, and yeah. that was years and years ago, so I might revisit. How'd that, uh, how'd that yeah. night work out for you, if you don't mind me getting a little overly personal? Uh, well, you know, uh, yeah. seven or eight years later, we're married, yeah, so well, sounds it, like it worked, worked pretty well. Worked out all yeah. right. Good choice. A new study says falling in love changes a woman's body. You physically change when you fall in love, ladies. Surprised oh. by that? Have you ever experienced that, Melissa? How many times would you say in your life you've been in love? Um, two. Okay. When that happened, when those moments happened and you you fell off the love cliff, did you break into a rash? Did you lose your eyesight? That all of a sudden you couldn't taste sweet things anymore? You know, your taste buds went crazy. Anything happened to your body. Man, there's nothing that I notice except the fact that, you know, you're in such a different mindset that I think that... 
all you can think about is that other person, so you don't really notice yourself as much. I know I become a big gift giver. Okay. <laughs> Being bitten by the love bug isn't just a poetic expression anymore. Scientists have found that falling head over heels for someone causes women in particular to produce a specific kind of protein. Scientists took blood samples from 47 young, newly in love women and found that their bodies were producing interferon, a protein typically deployed to fight viruses. So you become like a superhero, a love superhero. Wow. Find, I find that to be interesting. Like, well, actually, how many of you realized that when you fell in love, all of a sudden your cold went away? Yeah. Or you didn't get the flu for like two years. Mm. I could totally see how that would bump up your immune system. Just, you know, everything the, works together. When the flame starts to die out, the body's interferon levels taper off, researchers found. Men weren't included in the study because we're not included in anything. Nah. We don't matter. But the authors indicated that they would like to study men sometime, but they don't have the budget. Right. The men keep like saying, I don't <laughs> yeah. feel like it. Yeah. What are you paying me? 312-591-6800 or 312-233-1019. Ladies in particular, I really would be interested. Can you recall, now that you hear this, that one time when you fell in love and your body did something weird? Like that mm. all of a sudden your hair start to fall out. Or grow, or grow. in. Right, like all of a sudden right. you grew a mustache. You don't even know why. <laughs> like how, I was in love and then I had a mustache. Oh my gosh. Or whatever. I or it do turned know. a different color. Or you got, you know, uh, a, like we said, a bad rash or whatever it might have been. I do know. And I do think this is co- very common. Like women will lose their appetite and they do lose weight. When you fall in love? Yes. I thought it was the exact opposite. You become so comfortable. And That's it's a, later. A lot of cheeseburger eating. Mm-mm, no, initially, you just can't eat. All right. Mm. Ladies, 312-591-6800 or 312-233-1019. From memory on this, do you recall that one time you fell in love? What happened to you? Your body? What changed? What altered? What happened? Hi, Janelle. Hi. Hi. Uh, so the study says falling in love will change a woman's body. Do you recall something happening to you? Yeah, back in 2011, when I um, fell in love with my girlfriend, I actually lost a lot of weight from not eating. Ah. So Melissa is right about that. Okay. Um, when does that change, do you think? How far into the relationship? I was about two months in. Okay. At least. And uh, two months in, you started putting weight back on that you had lost? Yeah, a lot more. There you go. There's the cheese. So cheeseburgers are about eight weeks in. Okay. For the first eight weeks, you you go, you're fasting for love, and then uh, you get comfortable and you dive right back in. Yeah, because I thought like a little bit, but obviously I'm wrong, but I thought like even at the beginning, you're just going out to eat so much because you just want to spend every day. You don't care about spending all the money. I felt like that made you fat. I think you are, but you're barely touching your food. I guess, because you just can't wait to get out of there for the the better stuff. Hi, Carly. (laughs) Hi. Hi. What happened to your body? Uh, yeah, my eyesight seems to get a lot worse. I can't see. You actually went <laughs> blind. <laughs> you went blind from love? Yeah, they looked a lot better when I was in love with them. <laughs> they oh, looked a lot hi. better? I see you're doing a bit. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. See? I thought you actually meant that your eyes were like glazing over or something. Or you needed to buy some glasses. Like, definitely. Yeah. 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 Right. But, uh, but it was just that... They seemed a lot more attractive. I'm looking for the yeah. I'm blind drop. <laughs> I'm blind. I, can't, I can't find it. Blind. blind. How can I not find it? Where's blind? So, there it is right there. I found it. Oh. Does always being single make you bad at relationships? Experts say, nah, you're good. You're rock solid. And you say back to the experts, oh, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I know why I'm bad at it. Anybody listening who? 
knows what makes you bad at relationships. Hey, Nick. Hey, Eric. How uh, you doing? Uh, great. If you were to self-evaluate, why are you bad at relationships? Um, a little bit too gullible, you know. I get too caught up in the love and not yeah. really focused. I'm like, I try to cut back. Right. Okay. Yeah, I can understand that. Love is a drug, they say, and you just take too much of it, huh? Yeah, I mean, I'm a nice guy, but I try to cut back being too nice, being too mushy, because my right. brother's got a girlfriend. I'm like, okay, try to follow his footsteps. Right, right. And then it just doesn't seem to work out. He's too gullible. He'll buy into anything. And then Sounds you go perfect. to the, the other side. Uh, these two guys are polar opposites. Adam, uh, you're bad at uh, love. Why? Uh, not sympathetic enough. You know, I just can't seem to get what they're feeling. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, at least you're yeah. self-aware of yeah. that. Here's what I'm right. feeling. They tell it. you, and your response is, nah, I don't get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who cares? Right. I don't you're really upset, get it. So not what? interested, really. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying, but not processing. <laughs> don't know what that means. Okay. Oh uh, Monica, gosh. what makes you bad at relationships? Uh, anytime I get into an argument with somebody, I can't handle it very well, and I just run away. Ah, you're bad at confrontation. Mm. Yep. Mm. You're a confrontation avoider. So something goes wrong, they're trying to sort it out, you're heading the other direction. Yeah, literally, there was one time I was in a parking lot having a conversation with somebody, and I literally just got up and walked away from them. There you go. Okay. Leave. Can't can't deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. the spot. Mm. What makes you bad at relationships? Gina. I am completely judging, and uh, I have no poker face. So whatever I'm thinking is all over me. Uh, and no filter, basically. Uh, okay. All right, so when somebody says something stupid, you give them the boy that was stupid face. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. They deserve it. <laughs> it's good that you're so sympathetic, Whip. I don't get it. I don't know what you're saying to me here. I can't feel it. Uh, how long does it take? Different milestones in your relationship. A new survey, the average time for couples and how long it takes to reach these different milestones. First installment. Let's see if you're close to the national average on how long it takes to sleep in the same bed. Relationship starts day one. You're sleeping in the same bed consistently at what point? 312-591-6800 or 312-233-1019. Hang on, Denise. Hang on, Maureen. We're going to get to you here in just a second. And you know what? You both get prizes. That's good. You both get prizes for being a part of uh, the first installment of how long it takes and taking the time out of your morning okay. to be a part of things. See? Now you wish you called, right? Yeah, Absolutely. Right. Oh, shoot. I could have called and got a prize. Yeah. All right. Uh, Melissa, on average, what do you think? How long it takes before you're sleeping in the same bed? I'm going to say consistently, I would say three months. All right. Whip, what would you say? I was going to go with a month. Uh, Violetta, you were going to say long. Say I long. was going to go with a year. Aha. Denise, how long do you think it takes in your relationship or from your experience to consistently sleep in the same bed? Oh, my God. That's two years. Two years. Two years. Yeah. Right. You're... We were people, you know? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Are you surprised by slutty Melissa and slutty whip? I know. Oh. It's freaking me out, too. All right, hold on a second. Woo. Hold on, Denise. Sorry. Hold on. Hey, Maureen, <laughs> how long before you're sleeping in the same bed? It was a month. A month. All right. Okay. There you go. She's on Whip's page. There exactly. you go. Uh, and, yeah. And, but I married him. I married him. Yeah, we're not asking you to make oh, it okay. <laughs> it's it okay. It's fine. You're in a judgment-free zone here, Trampy Maureen. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. Hold on. According to the National Survey... The average time for a couple on how long it takes to sleep in the same bed, 
four months, 21 days. Okay. Four months and 21 days before you're sleeping in the same bed. All right. All right. Okay. All right. So, we, you know, we hit both ends, but nobody really right on, on point or on the spot with that one. Yeah. Sounds about, sounds a little long to me, actually. I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I think I'm erring more on the slutty side. Yeah. What's consistent, though? Like three out of seven days? No, that is not consistent. That seems a little consistent. That's not even halfway. <laughs> Maybe You're not even spending half day? the week there. Yeah. All right, four out of seven. Including I, the weekend? I, th- I think that consistently is like in a 31-day month, 29 of them, you're in the bed. Whoa. Oh. You want to change your answers? No, but I was thinking a little consistent might be a little less than that. No. Like about like four to five days a week. You know, you got to go home the weekends and yeah. check on no. your cat and stuff. Check on your cat. Check on the cat. <laughs> oh, you wash your about hair. Whip. Yeah. 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 Cat loses in this day. Wait a minute. You can't wash your hair where you're where you Well, are because I know you all your products are at home. Yeah, There's it's a lot like of you need a lot of stuff. Moving parts. I get it. The Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast, downloadable every weekday. This is 101.9 FM, The Mix, on the web at WTMX.com and via podcast. Hey, it's Eric, and this is the Eric in the Morning podcast with Melissa and Whip, featuring highlights from our show on 101.9 FM, The Mix, WTMX Chicago. How long does it take in your relationship? Installment number two. Mm -hmm. New survey, the average time, this time, before couples shower comfortably at the other person's place. No big deal. Doesn't feel weird like when you climb in. You know how when you first start in a relationship and you... Maybe take a shower there and you climb in. It's just weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. very. Uh, what would be your answer before or for how long it takes, Melissa, for the average time before you shower at the other person's place comfortably? I'm going to say, shoot, three months? Three months. Whip. A month. Month. Violetta. Yeah, I think like two months. Uh-huh. Jess, hi. Hi, how are you? Uh, good. Do you shower comfortably at their place? How long? It took me about five to six months. Five to six months. Okay. How many showers would you say that was? About uh, one a week times five. You start doing oh the math. Oh, my gosh. The thing was, he didn't have any of the product I used. Ah. Oh, that's yeah, a problem. I, I would say, Jess, you're probably right. It doesn't start to feel comfortable until you have your own personal product left behind. That's true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're Je- engaged now, so it's good. All right. Uh, Jess, how old are you? I'm 30. Uh, how many hair products did you end up bringing over to his shower to, in order to make it yours? I think four or five. He bought. He showers out of one bottle. Right. Yeah. We uh. Yeah. We have one bottle as men. Right. Called shampoo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And once they invented all over body wash slash shampoo. That's true. We can use anything. I can't even imagine. All right. Six months. How long before you comfortably shower at his place or her place, Harrison? It took her only a week to shower at my place, but it took me two years for her to let me take a shower at her place. Aha, uh-huh, two years. Let you. <laughs> two years for you. Because you're the, dirty. Why did it take so long to get comfortable? I had no idea. At my house, my sisters were over and they left her shampoo. She thought, she thought hey, baby, it's a good I take a shower at his place. Uh-huh. But it took her two years to be like, hey, I think she's the one to be able to take a shower at my place. Right. So yeah. she was uncomfortable with him showering at her place. Hmm. Like, she can go into yeah, his territory, it's like but man he's going to dirty gonna it up. Right. You're going to start to see right. a little right. ring in there. Right, right. man stuff yeah. with the <laughs> ring. Uh, hey, Bethany. Hello. Good it, morning. Good morning. So it's time to start showering uh, at uh, his or her place. How long before it gets comfortable? 
It took me one week to get comfortable. One in this week. Place. One week one and week. one week only, and it was like, let's get a shower in. Products and all. Really? You didn't waste any time. <laughs> no, we kind of didn't. Did, you, <laughs> did, it, did it meet with any resistance? Like when he climbed in, you know, he met you on Saturday. The next Saturday, he climbs in, there's like 35 products in his shower. <laughs> I had to make sure it was okay, but he kind of didn't mind. Uh, oh, I guess not. What will mixed morning mind better turn out to be this morning? 312-591-6800. Leading into Valentine's Day tomorrow. It's 816 now. People who eat this food tend to do it more. You said uh, you changed your answer, Melissa. Yep. What do you think it is? Steak. Okay. Want to take a shot, Whip? Yeah, pasta. Awesome. Violetta, you want in on this? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, what's that uh, uh, dish your parents serve? <laughs> stuffed cabbage? No, Serbian that, that goulash? makes you fart. Oh. We've established stuffed cabbage makes you fart too much. There's no way you're going to do it after stuffed cabbage. <laughs> no way. What's Goula- the other one? Goulash. The, 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 what it's called? Though? Goulash. Hey, what kind of it's, it's special? No, the other one. Short rib. Short, short rib goulash. Ah. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I should bring one? some of that in here. No, as it turns out, what food... Do people eat and tend to do it more? Mary. Seafood. Exactly right. Uh, a little shrimp scampi. <laughs> a little oysters. Maybe. Oysters. Yeah. Yes. Or scampi. That's what I said. <laughs> Load up on the shrimp scampi and just see where the evening takes you. I was going to say shrimp scampi just because it sounds <laughs> right. funny. I'm like, there's no way that'll be right. Turns out it's All right. All right, baby. I just put away three plates of shrimp scampi. I'm coming home. Get ready. That's too much garlic. Oof. Oh, oh but it tastes Crap. so good. In a new survey, it was found that a whopping 92% of couples who ate seafood more than twice a week that were trying to get pregnant were pregnant almost immediately compared to only 79% of couples who consumed it less frequently. Fish, maybe, seafood. How long it takes. So the first two rounds of how long it takes to reach certain milestones in a relationship. Have those results surprised you yet, Melissa? Uh, not that much, actually. Four months no. and 29 days to shower at another person's place. Four no. months and 21 days to sleep in the same bed. Mm-hmm. None of those really blow you away? Not that one. Okay. Mm-mm. Let's find out how this one does. How long does it take to comfortably be naked around the house with each other? You know, you forget something, you go running naked into the living room, you go get it, and they're sitting there you know, watching Netflix. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you don't even think twice about it. Melissa, what would your answer be to that? Oh, I would say Thanks like, for the whistle right into my ear. Sorry. Did that hurt? <laughs> Ooh, that one stung a little bit, yeah. Uh, six months. Uh, six months. All right, what? I think it's longer than the other stuff, so a year. A year. All right, uh, Violetta. I think guys are never comfortable, uh, but... Um, but girls are? Yeah, I think so. Okay. You don't think guys are? No, they're always like, you know, put their shirt on right away. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I put on two shirts right away. <laughs> to a vest. Right, and a vest. And sometimes a winter coat. <laughs> exactly. It can't be too With careful. a hood. Right. When I'm in the house. Yeah. Uh, but, like, get out in, like, three months. I think girls just right away. All right. Find out. Hey, Patty, how long before you're comfortable being naked around the house? Three and a half months. Three and a half months. That was an easy answer for you, huh? Easy answer. Easy answer. Thank you for that. Uh, Nicole, in your relationship, how long before you're comfortable being naked around the house? About four months. Four months. Do you remember the day? No. no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tell you what. He does. I bet. Thank you, Nicole. And Conrad, uh, maybe you're going to prove Violetta's theory right. How long before you're comfortable being naked around the house? Uh, 
I'm guessing about a year and a half. Year and a half. <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah. Uh, you, like a Whip and what? myself, also put on two shirts and a winter coat around the house just to be safe. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. Good for you. When Halsey revealed that song right there, uh, every time she gets in an Uber and that song comes on, the Uber driver complains that they're so sick of this song and they hate Halsey. <laughs> She's like, I'm right back here. That's me. I'm in I'm in the back seat of your rover right now. You're busy hating on my song with the chain smokers. Who it was also announced are coming to Chicago in October. Mm-hmm. So prepare yourself for that. So we heard that, you know, an Uber driver say, and then I remembered reading a story with Valentine's Day coming up tomorrow that Uber drivers shared the best relationship advice because they've truly seen and heard it all. Mm-hmm. You know, they're driving around in their Camry and picking people up, randos all over the place, and a lot of weird stuff happens back there. Right, right. So we had said, all right, Uber drivers, text us in 60123. The strange thing, you heard it in your Uber. You'll never forget it. It's permanently seared into your memory. All right, we've got our uh, three finalists here, our three champions. You ready? Mm-hmm. Heard it in an Uber. Okay, let's start with... This one. Justin, you're an Uber driver? Yep, I'm an Uber driver. How long have you been doing it? Um, actually, only a couple months. Ah. Actually, yeah. Even after a couple months, you've heard it all. What did you hear in your Uber? So, it was my last shift of the night, and uh, these two, this one couple was arguing my car, and the argument was about uh, the guy not wanting to grind on him at the bar, or the girl not wanting to grind on him at the bar. Uh-huh. Um, right. So they were yelling at each other, and um, basically the girl just yelled like, or the guy was saying, I'm sorry, the guy was saying, I just want to respect you at the bar, and the girl was like, I want to be disrespected. I want to be disrespected. <laughs> yeah. Grind so on me. There mediating this between the two, and when she yelled that, I just kind of lost it. And right. Was like, right. All right, there's no hope here. Right, yeah. Oh so, so did she want him to grind, and he didn't want to, and said, I don't, I want to be respectful, and she says, no, 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 I want to be disrespected. Yes, that is exactly it, yes. Gosh. Okay, well, makes a lot of how sense. How dare you, you try to respect me when we've been drinking? <laughs> I don't want to be I want the disrespect lifted. <laughs> okay, do that, whatever you, you say. You better disrespect whatever me. Whatever you say, honey. Uh, heard it in an Uber, number two. Hi, Andrea. Hi. Hi, Uber driver? My husband, actually. Oh, okay. And what happened? He came home and he was like, there was this woman in my car and she was extremely talkative to the point where he couldn't get out word and edgewise. And so then all of a sudden she gets real quiet and he's like, okay, I guess she's done talking. And then she starts looking around the back seat and, you know, getting kind of worried. And he goes, you know, is everything okay? And she, like two seconds later, she's like, I lost my teeth. I lost my teeth. <laughs> my teeth. Ah. Ah. Yeah. Uh, uh, did she, she ever good, find them or did you find yeah, them later? Uh, she found them. She was Oof. a good sport because she's like, you could go ahead and laugh. I usually have better suction than this. Ah, there you go. <laughs> suction. I'd love to keep talking, but I've lost my teeth. Mm. Wow. All right. And finally, heard it in an Uber. Dan. Hello. Hi, Uber driver. Yes, I am. Uh, what did you hear in your Uber? Well, okay, first, I'm in my 60s, and I went and picked up these five girls at River North. Huh? This is at midnight, and they uh, they were young girls in little tight black dresses going to Winnetka. Attaboy. So as I'm driving them, uh, one of them says, oh, which, by the way, only one of them was 21 years old. The rest of them were under age three. Okay. Gotcha. 
Um, the uh, the first one says, I, I hooked up with Joe last week. And the second one says, well, I hooked up with Joe last night. A third one says, I hooked up with Joe and his girlfriend last week. <laughs> hey, and right. none, none of them were upset with each other. It was like a contest is what it was. <laughs> oh, my God. And who is the big winner in all that, Dan? Me. And? <laughs> Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hear it for Joe. Okay. Man, oh Congratulations, man. Joe. Oh, my God. What's it called again, Whip? Peppa Pig. Mm-hmm. Sounds like this. I'm Susie Sheep. See what I mean? And you say this. Mickey Macky Boo Bar Boo. Right, That's nothing out, like me. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so Whip said it in the news that uh, you know it's it's big now, and uh, so now kids are talking with a British accent everywhere. <laughs> yeah, what the hell's going on around here? Because of Peppa. Being, well, British is very hot right now. It's the whole Meghan Markle yeah. having a baby thing. True, uh, being British sure. is very hot. That's true. Uh, yeah. Hi, Amy. Hi. Hi. Uh, you had input on this? I do. So I have an 11 year old who is in fifth grade now, too cool for anything, right. and not going to do Valentine's. And I was like, No, you're going to give get Valentine's to your friends. So I drug her over to the Target Valentine's aisle, and she was like, oh, is that Peppa Pig? And she got the pe- Peppa Pig, and now it's British accents all over the place. Oh, my oh. gosh. She's walking <laughs> around. She's got the Valentine's. She's speaking like she's from Great Britain. Yeah. Hey, Kate. Hi. Is this happening in your house? Absolutely. It's hilarious. I have a three-year-old. Um, her name's Megan, and she will pick up all the Peppa Pig British words, and so... Like, torch is for a flashlight. So the other day, she's carrying around a flashlight saying, Mom, we need more torches. We need a torch. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm talking about a flashlight. Yeah. She's so insisting on tea and crumpets every day. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Wants to know how the queen's doing. It's right. fun to do exactly. British accent. Yeah. Do you watch it with her? Is it, is it mildly oh, entertaining? It. It's pretty much all the time. Yep. Yeah. She knows all the characters. We have all the figurines. Oh, my God. The figurines. I love it. Yeah. It's a good show. What's it called again? Peppa Pig. Are you watching your house, Whip? I have watched it many times. Uh, are your kids affecting British accents? Uh, not consistently. Maybe every once in a while. You know, so my daughter's in high school, and she uh, goes to the Academy for the Arts here in Chicago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a play coming up, and I saw in their showcase just a little preview of it. And I didn't know this. She gets on stage, and she starts speaking with a British accent. Oh. Maybe she... I guess she's British in the play. I didn't know that. Now, that surprises me that you don't know, because I think usually when people are practicing for that character... Around the they, house, you would hear it? You'd hear it, like, day yeah. in and day out. That's all yeah. they would do, to get used to it. Uh, our final installment of How Long It Takes in Your Relationship, The Average Time Before You Can Sit in Silence... And it isn't awkward anymore. Mm-hmm. How long can you sit in silence without it being awkward? Mm-hmm. What would be your answer to that, Melissa? Uh, maybe. Now you're talking in minutes and not how long you've been together, correctly? No, how correct? long have you been together before it becomes completely comfortable? You can sit on a couch a and not say anything to each other at all. For... A, a year. All right. Whip. Mm-hmm. Never. No, I'll go with uh, two years. <laughs> what? You don't like that answer? <laughs> if listeners could see the face that Eric is making right now. I'm just making it because I just told him off the air. Right, I'm going to talk to Whip. I mean, he gets really uncomfortable at uh, silence, so I'm going to ask him the question. You can still don't, do it. Don't say anything. <laughs> and then I go, do I, it. I go, hey, Whip, how long? You go, two years. And Melissa's like, ah, two years. <laughs> and then you can still you do it. You can't even do it. I do uh, have trouble with it. Oh, God. Anyway. Violetta. <laughs> I even, 
40 seconds ago I did it. Oh, Two years, ha, ha, ha. And then the crickets. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right, uh, Violetta, how long? Yeah, uh, maybe not that long. I mean, you kind of know right away, like five months. Uh, Hi, Susan. Uh, I asked Melissa to please sit in silence, and she wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't do it. Just so I can make whip, whip uncomfortable. It wouldn't do it. Uh, two weeks, you said, Susan? Two, two weeks? weeks? Two weeks? Yeah. So I was you, that comfortable with him within two weeks. You guys immediately found in 14 days that you could just sit on the couch all afternoon, not say a word to each other, and nobody freaked out. Exactly. That's actually pretty good. That's nice. That is pretty good. That's real. I uh, envy that. All right, so, you know, all morning long we've been doing how long it takes. We completed it. We've learned four different categories in your relationship, uh, how long it takes generally mm-hmm. for the relationship to reach that point. Everything from sleeping in the same bed, showering in each other's place, sitting in silence without it being awkward, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. There was one thing on here, though, that caught me off guard, and it only caught me off guard because generally as men we're really uncomfortable with this, and I think you as women, and I could be wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, also feel a certain level of discomfort that goes along with this. Okay? Okay. And Whip had brought it up uh, last week on the show. Remember the story about the new emojis? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And remember there's a certain uh, emoji that uh, is out that Whip talked about, and we all kind of knew what it was, and then Whip's like, well, you know what that is? You know what people are saying that is? It's about for a girl, like, you know, and then he went into the yeah, big. Yeah. That's how I said it. Big <laughs> protracted. Yeah. Very clinical description of what we all know about, right? Right. Yeah. Now, when that happened, Melissa, was that a little awkward for you to listen to when Whip was doing it? Not saying it's right or wrong, and I know many people are like, it's a natural thing. You shouldn't feel uncomfortable talking about it. Blah, blah, blah. Fine. But you just do your human beings. Mm-hmm. All right? Did it make uh, you uncomfortable or may- not? Maybe a little bit. Okay. Uh, Violetta, did it make you just uncomfortable? Maybe not so much uncomfortable, caught off guard. Um, No. You're fine. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Okay, all right. Because that was one of the questions that was asked. How long before couples are comfortable talking about all the girl stuff? And by all the girl stuff, I mean the main girl stuff stuff. The once a month girl stuff. The girl stuff. How long? Mm. What do you think the answer to that was? And I'll explain why I'm even bringing this in a second here. Three months. What? Two months. I don't understand that at all. Uh, Violetta. I mean, I think it comes up in the first month. (laughs) I I keep looking for the option never on here, and it's not on here. (laughs) Uh, They say on average it takes couples six months, 13 days to comfortably talk about that topic. Okay. Now, here's why I bring that up. Because the following things I'm about to share with you they find even more uncomfortable, that being it takes even longer to talk about these things in the relationship than it does that. Okay? Yeah. All the other things that it takes even longer to talk about. Share a deep secret. Let your partner take care of you or see you when you're sick. Mm -hmm. Use the bathroom with the door open. Pass gas in front of them. Talk about marriage or kids. Go on vacation together. Share a password. And finally, share a Netflix or Hulu account. All of those things take longer in a relationship to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any of those catch you off guard or surprise you? Mm-mm. I had a never on one of those. A never? Which yeah, I had a your, never. Which one was your never? Use the bathroom, the door open? Yeah. You'd never do that? I'm not saying I would never, but we don't. I, um, 
Yes. I mean, unless there's nobody home. I mean, you know what I mean. That door open with your partner there. I don't do that. I just don't like when people are trying to talk. <laughs> it's like like through the closed just, door. No, with an open door. It's like, can you just focus on? <laughs> let me focus, or you just focus. Like, don't try to talk. So you're to saying me. you're okay with the door left open as long as there's that awkward silence we talked yeah, about earlier. Yeah, because you're like <laughs> stopping. Right. You're, it's like. So uh, he could come walking by, the door could be open, you could be in there and he could see you and he just needs to stand there quietly <laughs> until everything's completed, then he can say whatever he's thinking? Yeah. All right. Or come in later. As long as we're clear. <laughs> right. I don't understand any of this stuff. Are we clear? <laughs> so I was watching the uh, Reels channel and they were doing a documentary on Queen, which the whole world is Bohemian Rhapsody crazy right now, right? True. Mm-hmm. And that I'd mentioned, you know, is it's kind of a strange life goal of mine uh, to uh, one day be the voice of the Reels channel because I leave it on in the background all afternoon long when I'm doing different things because mm-hmm. it's it's the perfect uh, channel, which sounds like it's such a kiss ass around here because our company owns it. But anyway, it's the perfect channel for like to just occasionally look up and go, no kidding. I never knew Freddie Mercury did that. Okay. You watch for 10 minutes and you move on with your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we said, hey, text us your strange life goals. Strange life goals that you might have. Among those we received. Own 100 acres and make it a dog sanctuary. I always wanted to work at my favorite pizza place on the south side on Friday nights making pizza. I bet you could, that one. Yeah, that actually sounds like fun. I always wanted to be a mafia princess. My life goal is to one day become a cougar. (laughs) That day is coming. It's my life goal to purchase one of the drawbridge, drawbridge control huts in Chicago and turn it into a sweet condo. You got about 80 square feet in there. But right, well, it's you a go tiny up. house. Yeah. That's true. Uh, it's always been uh, my uh, strange life goal to be the voice on the CTA that says, Next stop, Belmont. Doors open to the right. Oh. That's kind I've of a variation. Before, too. Of the Reels channel, too. True. Uh, among the top three, though, of your strange life goals. You have always, uh, number three, wanted what, Kaylee? I've always wanted to be one of those creepy dead people in those movies, like The Girl from the Grudge. The Girl from the Grudge, be one of the creepy dead people. Let somebody do your makeup. What appeals to you about that, that you get to act but do nothing? Um, I get to act and scare people and be uh, creepy. That's uh, like my favorite thing. I gotcha. <laughs> okay. I gotcha. I did get several uh, texts of people wanting to do dead people stuff, work in morgues, be the creepy dead people on CSI, that kind mm. of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's always been your goal to one day what, Megan? I want to deliver a, a random person's baby in Target. Ah, in Target. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. It has to be in Target. You don't want to deliver a random person's baby like it, you know, like it, at the Gap. I well, like so that movie I'm, where they did it in yeah. Walmart. Or Walmart. Do you work I'm at Target? Deliver- no, I'm a labor and delivery nurse, and I feel like we all have our like fantasy of where we would uh, want to deliver a baby. Got it. Like, like someone's delivering in Target, and I. You just happen to be there, dad. right? Yeah, you yeah, come to the I rescue. Yeah, I my badge, and I'm like, I'm a labor and delivery nurse, but I... I'm here to I'm save like, the day. And then one person, I like point, and I'm like, one person, go get towels from the home department. Right, and boil water. Nobody knows why. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything you need is in the store somewhere. It is. That is true. Exactly. Do you guys That's talk right. about this in the break room, uh, labor and yeah. delivery people? Yeah, some people are airplanes or side of the road, you know. I think the airplane one, that's not a bad idea. you got a captive audience there. Nobody can run and get away. They all have to watch how good you are at your job. (laughs) It's really good. And then finally, sometimes it's good to have strange goals in life, Stephanie. (laughs) Yeah, I want to have the power to approve or veto 
all clothing item purchases before they're purchased. From everybody? From everyone. I'll be very busy. <laughs> okay. All right. So wherever I am, you magically pop up and I'll hold up a shirt and go, huh? And you'll go, <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> You're like, Eric, do you need another polo? No. No. Nah. So Put it down. Aha. Uh, has this just always been your fashion dream? Yeah. Yeah. I think I can really help a lot of people out. What percentage of people uh, do you believe in society dress poorly? Poorly? Um, <laughs> 75. 75. And uh, what percentage of people do you believe as you walk down the street, you look at them and go, that person's got it figured out? Or you're like, yeah, girl, you got it. Um, maybe 10. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> We're not doing well. Yeah. We're not doing well. At least in Illinois. That's all I can speak for. All right. Oh, from, a, from a standpoint of a man, what is, what's the biggest mistake in your mind that a man makes uh, when it comes to getting dressed? Don't wear sweatpants in public. No sweatpants in public. Well, you and I are ahead of the curve on that one, at least, Eric, I think. Good call on that. (laughs) Good call. How about if we wear really good pants but no shirt? (laughs) (laughs) You know what that's like? Yeah. We're talking about Illinois clientele again, so maybe not so much. Yeah, Uh, And what do you believe is the biggest mistake women make fashion-wise? Oh, I'm probably going to get yelled at for this one, but yoga pants as pants. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It has kind of gone a... Gone to run its full course, many people think. You agree? Yeah, it's okay, like under a big dress or a big sweater, but not as actual pants. Uh-huh. I don't know. I've seen some pretty good yoga pants in my day with you. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think she's thinking from our perspective yeah. as right, much why right. we like yeah. them. What if what? we as men started wearing those exact same yoga pants? <laughs> I think that's a great idea, and you should start that trend. Ah, there yes, we go. Yes, go for it. Nicely done. Thank you, Stephanie. All right, I got a lot to get to today with Tidbit Wednesday at 936. You ready? Mm-hmm. Right, let's just rip through these. Last call with Carson Daly to end NBC run after almost 20 years. I had no clue he was even still on TV. No. I never hear a single reference to that. Nope. I never see that a show, clip of yeah. it. I never see anybody nope. saying he watched it. I don't know nope. anybody that's been on it. Nobody. But yet somehow he has manufactured 20 years on late night TV. It's amazing. He's got to be paying them. He a lot of other things, too. He's got to be paying them. Yeah. He's got to be. <laughs> right. Kanye West wants to move Kim Kardashian's makeup artist to L.A. in case of a glam emergency. Well, that seems reasonable to me. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. never know when that's going to happen. You're Kim Kardashian. You want that person right there with you. I'm surprised she's not already there. It's like glam 911. Miley Cyrus, the person that Melissa hates the most in the world. Mm. Wow. Well, I, I think it's uh, unreasonable for her to feel that way. Miley Cyrus will appear on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 11 premiere. If you want to watch that. Okay. Okay. Miley Cyrus, be on the lookout for that. Rebel Wilson, you know who that is? Yep. Rebel Wilson and I have one thing in common. This would happen to me. Rebel Wilson was medically rescued in Aspen because she didn't want to ski down a massive hill. Mm. <laughs> and I have that in common. What? Okay. I would okay. be on top of the hill. I would sit down and go, somebody's going to have to come get me. Yeah. <laughs> medically rescued. I would just come sit right next to her. I go, we'll, we'll do this together. All right. Or in this case, we'll not do this together. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rebel Wilson. Mentioned this woman earlier. I thought I would update you. Woman who decided to get liposuction wakes up to find she's been given a nose job. Hmm. It's a good-looking nose, though. Okay. Well, that's good, I guess. A uh, woman revealed in horror that after she went in for liposuction, she woke up with a new nose at the age of 19. Now 41, Marielle showed, uh, or shared her terrifying story on Wednesday night's episode of Botched, which airs on E! Mm. Oh, Who I've seen that show. Some botched. Yeah, I've watched that. You like botched? I do. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's sometimes it's scary. Yeah, I can't watch it. Yeah, it freaks mm-hmm. me out. It freaks me out. It's a good-looking nose, though. Oh, you got lucky then. For what Maybe. it's worth. We have an update on the uh, seal who pooped the USB stick. Oh yeah, remember that <laughs> one from last week? Yes. Yeah. So there was a seal, and they found in the seal poop a USB stick, and then they plugged it in the computer, and like, by God, it worked. 
Went all the way through the seal. Because the stick was embedded deep in the poo, they say. Which also contained... It actually says that. Embedded deep in the poo. Mm. Uh, which also contained plenty of feathers. Researchers are convinced that a bird ate the USB, uh, USB stick. Then the leopard seal ate the bird. Oh, wow. See how this works? Yes, yes. So it's almost as though the USB had the bird cushion going into the seal before it came out in the seal poo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Regardless... It worked its way through the innards of the animal kingdom and still works. Unbelievable. Yes, yes. Which is fascinating. Makes you want to drink. What do you think is the most popular beer in America? Oh, my gosh. What do you think, Wayne? Uh Budweiser. You know you've been doing that a lot lately. You've been, yeah. you've been You've been shifting. You've been responsibility shifting. I'll ask well, someone, and you go, I don't know. What do you think, Whip? Okay, then I'll say Coors Light. All right. You say what, Whip? Uh, Budweiser. Uh, one of you is uh, sort of right. Violetta? Miller Light. Bud Light it is. Okay. Didn't he say Bud Light? Yeah, I'm taking right. a win on that. He said Budweiser. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that was a beer still. It's, it's for later. Beer. It's a number three, Budweiser. Uh, your number one most popular beer in America is Bud Light. Number two, congratulations, Melissa. Coors Light. Thank you. Oh, wow. Uh, number three, Budweiser in there. At number four is Miller Light, followed by at number five, Corona Extra. I was going to say Corona. Mm-hmm. Number six is Michelob Ultra, which I think is just colored water. What? That's the best. Well, it has no calories, but it, there is absolutely no beer quality to it whatsoever. I'm a Michelob Ultra girl in a chilled glass. Really? Yeah. How many of them can you drink? I mean, you could drink a lot. That's my point. But... You drink a whole case ago, I got nothing. <laughs> All I'm doing is peeing a lot. I got nothing. Couple please to tree thieves, please water our $90,000 bonsai. Wax on, wax off. Okay. Yeah. They stole the tree? Yeah. They stole the $90,000, and I'm saying that right, bonsai tree, right? Yeah, I think so, bonsai. Right, and so the people are saying, listen, if you're not going to give our tree back, which we desperately miss, can you please at least water it because it is very valuable. Right, take care of it. No word as to whether or not the thieves have responded to the plea for watering the bonsai. Mm. Is there a black market for trees like that? Like, if you're going to steal it, don't you probably want it? I don't know. Probably, Mm. maybe. Maybe Maybe you don't realize the value of it. Ah, Maybe. Uh, the uh, country of Hungary. Didn't you want to get a condo in Hungary once, Melissa? Uh, it wasn't really Hungary. Where was it? Oh, there was a couple places. You can't even remember where you wanted to get a condo? I'll start with the yeah, it in Bulgaria. Bulgaria, yeah. How Bulgaria. come I can remember where she wants to buy it? Because you just it freaked you out. I think it's something that's like burned in your brain. Uh, Hungary. The government of Hungary has said to women, have four kids and you'll pay no more income tax. Mm. Their population is starting to dwindle. So they're like, we got to start doing it more here. <laughs> All right, we're going to cut your income tax, but we need more kids. Got to yeah. increase our population. Right. Speaking of kids, what do you think babies laugh at most? What game when you play with babies? Peekaboo. Peekaboo is exactly right. Oh, man. I thought it was going to be the little piggies. For the record, Peekaboo is hilarious to babies. <laughs> Can't get enough. They love it. Yeah, babies love Peekaboo. I mean, look at that little kid right there in that picture. Oh, what a cutie. Yeah, you can tell he loves it. Is he- there a list on that? Is there, are there more? Uh, let me see here. It's like, where are, where is little <laughs> where this little piggy went to market? I nobody always found that to be a huge game. hit. Yeah, no, I, nobody no. likes that. Uh, uh, it's official. Like it. Best way to make babies laugh is to play peekaboo, they say. In one of the biggest studies into baby laughter, 300 families were asked to play several different games, Whip, to make the kids laugh. Half the babies laughed at the parents who tore up paper. That's hilarious. <laughs> Have you seen <laughs> that video of that? Oh, my God. I can't get enough of that. There's a, a video that went viral. When they start tearing up paper, I laugh till I stop. <laughs> you should see the viral video on that. Uh, it's really cute. 70% laughed at the classic game of peekaboo. Okay. Telling jokes with bad punchlines. Also, so, so kid, so uh, horse walks into a bar. <laughs> they think it's hilarious. <laughs> 
Also making animal noises uh, left babies distinctly unamused. And only 30% of babies would smile at uh, this little piggy. Mm, Not buying. And finally, on Tidbit Wednesday, Florida man's loud cowbell attached to his trailer hitch leads to his arrest. He goes down a gravel road with that thing on, and you happen to live on that gravel road. (laughs) He's going every day to work. You want to shoot out the tires on his car. Yeah. We need more. Yes, we do, Melissa. (laughs) Can you let me? All right, here. Let me me do the story. Okay, let me get to the story, and then you can get into your kooky setup. (laughs) And we'll deliver the punch, and we're out, okay? All right. Patience. Comedy is patience and timing. So there's a loud cowbell attached to a trailer hitch led to a man's arrest for driving on a suspended or revoked license. He was driving with the cowbell dragging from his trailer hitch. It was so loud, it caught the attention of a deputy who was monitoring traffic. The deputy followed the man and he noticed the vehicle's registration was expired eventually. The man was arrested, his loud cowbell to blame. The Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast, downloadable every weekday. This is 101.9 FM, The Mix, on the web at WTMX.com and via podcast. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar, or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.